We were as one, babe, for a moment in time, and it seems everlasting that you would always be mine. <laughs> now you want to be free, so I'm letting you fly, because I know in my heart, babe, all love will never die. No, <laughs> now you'll always be a part of me. <laughs> Can't do it. This song I'm so a part of you indefinitely Boy don't you know you can't, can't escape, escape me Oh darling cause oh, you'll always, cause be, you'll always my be my baby And we'll linger, and we'll linger on linger. Time can't erase the feeling this strong No way you're never gonna shake me Oh darling cause you'll always be my baby Okay so here's what oh, happened yeah. So here's what happened good. <laughs> Yeah the ending It's just I realized I was listening to it I was like this song is so good Like I should never have said I was going to do this song because Mother just iconic. Like, I feel, I feel bad. Like, I feel like I hurt her. Like, oh, that song is just so good. I mean, I feel like yeah, that song is great, even if you yeah. have your own I, I favorite. I really like the remix. I really like the remix to Always Be My Baby. It was the black and white with the oh, brat and escape no, in it. And that's the, I didn't she need, wrote about it. I, I like that too. I, I just like, like the pure. Too. I didn't need no rap. I didn't need, I just like the pure mariah version oh so iconic um i think that is one of my favorite songs i think we talked about mariah songs on the our meaning of mimi yeah. episode when we um, read her a book um but this is still i feel like even if you have your own favorite mariah song always be my baby gotta be up there it just gotta be yeah it's almost in every product it's probably in everybody's top three to, or top five at least yeah. for mariah i think for sure yeah. Um, welcome back, girls, to Two Save Queens, one of the few places in the pause fair where you can hear a conversation about politics, dick, and gossip that, um, actually concerns our, um, Mimi, or relates to our me- Miss Mimi. I'm your host, Miss Malachi, and I'm joined by my love muffin, Miss Devereaux. How you doing, sis? Hey, it's B. Scott. No, no, it's actually Devereaux. But yeah, I just we we're doing a little homage or a tribute to Miss B. Scott. So, which is also why you know, we started with Miss Mariah because she's a huge yes, fan. Yes. She's not just a fan; they're friends. I mean, girl, they've been friends like ten years. That's the dream. Like, I was like looking at how many photos. Like they have a lot of photos together. Like that's lady the dream to be like a huge fan of someone to meet them because she talked about how. I think it was, um, God, what, it was for some show or something. I think it was some Vegas, made for a residency or something in Vegas. And it was while she was still with Nick Cannon. Um, and Nick Cannon somehow started tweeting at B. Scott and like got them to like come and do the interview and meet with her. And then they just really hit it off and became friends ever since. Yeah. Because B. Scott, um, B. Scott interviewed Mimi on her. On her YouTube show that she had back in the day. Mm-hmm, she mm-hmm. sure did. Did you ever watch B. Scott's YouTube videos? But I'm like, hey, love muffins. Oh, my gosh. Hey, love muffins. It's B. Scott. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Yes, I did. All the time. In fact, in fact, I'm going to tell y'all a little bit of tea. Uh-huh. So, Miss, um, I feel like, in part, okay. you know, Miss Mal- Malcolm M.J. Harris, who came, you know, who's been on our show, is a good Judy of mine, a good see, Judy of Miss Malachi's, too. She 
got a little bit of her inspiration to do those her YouTube videos oh. and her Facebook and Instagram videos from B. Scott. I think B. Scott inspired her a little bit because remember B. Scott started out with like positive, affirmational, mm-hmm. queer content, uh, you know, gender nonconforming content mm-hmm. on YouTube, and mm-hmm. that and I think that gave. You know, Miss MJ Harris, the gumption to go ahead and do what she did, what you know, in her early videos. So I think that, yeah, B. Scott, we, she and I used to watch B. Scott, and like, you know, in those two thousand seven, two thousand eight days, and we would discuss that girl mm-hmm. constantly. Yeah, because it was just like, you know, the, I think when I first moved to LA, it's when I, B. Scott was probably one of the first kind of celebrities that I met, and she was so nice. I met her um, at the Abbey. Um, they were. Kind of giving like, you know, had big glasses on, you know, kind of like being low key. And I just was like, oh my God, it's you. <laughs> we're just like, hi. Cause I remember I, when you met her because you told me about it. I remember Because they were so nice. And I think by that point I had met some other celebrities who were not as nice. No naming names. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But it's just nice to also just see like. Oh, girl, name a name. Give the girls a name, girl. I don't mean, do that. I don't know. That bullshit. We're that messy type of show. We tell the girls the tea, girl. I mean, who? We're talking about the queen of tea, Miss B. Scott. Yeah, and you're not gonna give the girls a name. I mean, on pretty much like any white celebrity, any so. white celebrity queen. Like, I mean, I can't even oh. think. Yeah, there's there's too many accounts. Just any white celebrity. Well, Lance, queen. Ba- Lance Bass was a nice. Yeah, queen, right? they were She's nice. nice they were nice. Yeah, I've, and yeah. I've run into. I met that girl. I met that girl one of the times I came out to L.A. and we were at, you were with me. We were at the Abbey. Oh yeah, I, met, I think I met Miss Lance Bass one of those. Adam Lambert, super nice too as well. Adam Miss Adam. Yes, Lambert. we were together when we met her. God, girl, we're together a lot, aren't we? And we, yeah, even, no, we live thousands just, of miles away. What's that say? You know what I think back then is? I think maybe because you were a broke girl back then, maybe uh-huh. you weren't going out as much. And like if one those times I was coming to town, like in 2010 and 2011 all the time. That's fair. It might have been that you like, it was a reason for you to like yes, go out on the little West WeHo Strip. That was fair. Because we met Adam Lambert together. It was at that club. It wasn't on the Strip. It was like further down Santa Monica Oh, Boulevard. yes. That club's not there anymore. Oh, I know it's you're a hetero cl- it's, yeah. It was a hetero club that I remember like, they had a gay night and I only yes. wanted to go there because Rihanna had been yeah. there. <laughs> and we went to this gay night club and they had like little cages and stuff uh, with go-go do. dancers. And Adam, we met Adam Lambert there. That's where we met that girl. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I, yeah, I was getting back to, to B. Scott. Like I yeah, was watching her YouTube video and I think it was one of those early representation, representations of someone who was like gender non-conforming and non-binary. And I just, yeah. lo- and just yeah. confident about it and love that. Um, and of course, like, we'll have to get to the fact that, like, mama made that spin of, like, well, you know what, to really get the girls going is so I give them some gossip and that tea. And, I mean, there's been so many stories that Miss B. Scott breaks about, like, especially the housewives yes. and all that. Like, yes. um, but she's got good sources. She's really worked her, I think, because of her good personality, mm-hmm. you know, she's worked her way in good with celebrities and with, you know, people in the entertainment industry where she just, she can get the tea. She's the queen of tea, honestly. Like, and I think that, like, because really she started off, remember, she started off with her individual videos. They were talking about her own life and her own mm-hmm. situations. It, you know, she kind of came into celebrity tea and celebrity gossip a little bit late after her yeah. initial videos. Because I think, like, you know, Perez she did all this was inspirational content. Yeah, because, yeah. like, Perez was already big at the time. And I think was almost kind of giving them the stamp of approval as they started to get into the gossip space. Um, cause Miss B. Scott's, um, you know, um, government name is Brandon Scott Sessoms. Um, and they actually just recently turned 40. So they're an 80s girl, early 80s, 81. 
Um, they were mm-hmm. born in the East Coast in Virginia. And actually, mm-hmm. you know, they're early raised in North raised in North Carolina, I think I saw. Um yeah. Born in Virginia, raised in North Carolina, and mm-hmm. went to UNC. Yeah. And like another queen we know. I think another queen we know who went to UNC was overlapped with Miss B. Scott, actually. Oh. I do I, I, I think that yeah. we know? Yeah, we know a uh, girl, yeah, she's okay. actually even Okay. Yeah, okay. All right. We both okay. know her. Okay. 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 Yeah. Um mm-hmm. so what's interesting is that at school, um, Miss B. Scott Ashley was um pre med. She was planning to go into medical school. Um, and then she basically got kissed by a guy <laughs> and it kind of reawakened reawake- her sexuality and like realized that, oh, I'm doing all this studying, all this like pre-med work to just cover up the fact that like I'm queer, I'm, I love men. Um, so she changed her major and started focusing on psychology. So she graduated with a BA in psychology, um, moved to DC, you know, where the girls say about DC, you know, well, I don't know yeah. if she's still chocolate city, but she still got some chocolate to her. She, so. Yeah, she used to be, and she still is a little bit. Yeah. Yes, but definitely, too. I'm sure at the time B. Scott moved there, she's probably would have been, this would have been, um, I guess like the 2000s or so. Like, it would have been Miss Chocolate. Probably like 2000. She was, I think, I she born in 81 yeah. and she's like, so we'll say she was 20, 20. She and I didn't overlap in DC, I noticed. So I was trying to figure out, I lived in DC mm. from 2007 to like 2009, end of 2009. Mm-hmm. And she, she was already well in LA by then because yeah. her videos were already out in yeah. 2007. Um, yeah. so while she was in DC, she was, um, actually she was also doing like real estate and uh, she was like doing real estate and also making videos. Um, and that kind of inspired her to kind of move to LA, you know, Miss Entertainment Capital. And she said she moved with like three suitcases. Um, and just started just getting into that space, um, and started doing the love muffins and like those YouTube content. Um, and then I don't know when it was. And it started off kind of inspirational. Remember like girls, just so there's, you know, you're loved, you are wonderful. She kind of started off like an inspiration. She started off the opposite of Perez Hilton, low key. Like, like, and it's funny because Perez Hilton took to her and in 2007, he said, you know, that B Scott was his favorite new YouTuber. Tuber, and that's when he was still a real toxic girl. I mean, and so yeah, it was, he, I think, I think he might have taken inspiration from B. Scott to transition when he tried to become a more positive girl too. I think he might have taken inspiration from Miss B. Scott. I mean, I didn't even realize there was a Rolling Stone cover with Miss B. Scott where it's like the new prince of like, um, gossip where it was like her and her more, you know, feminine presenting form with like long hair and then her kind of dressed as prince. And I was like, oh, B. Scott was that girl. Like, especially as she started to move into that gossip space because we were so used to like, um, God, what was that other gossip girl that was around with, um, it was an Asian girl, I think. I'm blanking on her name right now. You probably know her. Oh, you know yeah. what I'm talking Who was Pink, also at the, uh, um, Jet, Jared, J, it starts with a J. Just, just, just Jared. Jared. Just Jared. So I feel like that timing. You know, the, I never knew that was an Asian, I never knew that was an Asian queen until you, like one of you girls. Yeah. Me Cause that. I, because she didn't put her face, yeah. she didn't put her face to her blog. Yeah. And I used to read, now Miss Perez, every day from probably about 2006. Six or seven, 2007, because I'd already graduated. Every day from like 2007 to like 2009 or 10, I literally read Perez Hilton every day to the point where I would go back to this the blog piece that I left off at the day before wow. and fin- and read every piece for like three years, Miss Perez. So I was that girl. So I would I would look at Miss Just Jarrett just sometimes look uh-huh. at Pink is the new blog, which yes, actually that girl yes. was. I know that girl, Pink is a new blog girl. Now that girl, Trent Venegas, that girl was the 
computer lab administrator at my high school in Michigan. I think I remember you telling she, me that. And then she went out to LA and I mean, she's a big, she's an entertainment girl now, but the pink is the new blog girl. But I tried to, she wasn't as toxic as Perez. And you know, I was no, a real toxic no girl, girl back then. was as toxic. Oh, you were you saying and you I were needed, a real toxic I needed girl? Perez. Yeah. I mean, I'm still am a toxic yeah, girl. That's, but you're like, trying better. Yeah. Trying. <laughs> yeah. I'm doing better. But like, no, but Miss Perez, you know, me and her were kindred spirits. But it's so funny because I also liked B. Scott way yes. back then, and so did she. And because we, I think we were attracted to like a more positive type of girl. Well, also, even as toxic girl. Well, also, know? how many black? Because then you had like the shade room, and you had like the more black blog. What was the, uh, there was like um, like and the, the shade room wasn't even around. There was that, like an urban. There was early. another. It was Bossup. There was yeah, Bossup. That's what there I was, was the about, YBF, mm-hmm. and Bossup was real toxic too. And that's the one I used to like the most. But who like, else was that? They followed me on Twitter and stuff. Who was at that intersection of black and queer? You just kind of had B. Scott, right? In terms of like the gossip, right. like right, with no exactly. other. And I think also that I think that time of like celebrity blogs where they used to tear down girls, she was something mm-hmm. different. And in some ways, it was almost like right. she was given her. Um, her, um... Oh, Sandra Rose is a real toxic one too. She and Beyonce, she hates Beyonce. She and Beyonce, <laughs> okay. she used to go after Beyonce a lot. Oh. She's a she's a fish, but. I think she's a queer fish. She hates Beyonce. And I think that, like, that's probably why Miss B. Scott still, even though, like, I know, like, yeah, like, Love B. Scott's still around. She's kind of transitioned at first to, like, being behind the scenes. And part of that, I think, was a big BET controversy. And we'll talk about that. And now she's kind of coming back to the forefront with her new um, after show that she's doing for 20s, the um, Lena Waithe show about the um, black um, queer woman in L.A. trying to make it as a writer and basically an autobiographical story. Um but I think, think about just how her success, I think a part of it is just like, you know, there was this trend with gossip where it was like really cutthroat and mean. And then I think there's not, there is parts of gossip that is now mean toward like the influencers and the TikTokers. And the, but I don't think it's still, now that I think we talk more about mental health and how like social media right. can, I think the girls are more careful about how they talk about even celebrities. Now I don't think they're that same meanness and cutthroatness. And um, yeah, and the girls who do, the girls who are the same mean girls, I don't think they're, surviving. they're having a lot of I, karmic, they're going. having a lot of karmic issues like Miss Wendy Williams, well, my girl. Ugh, girl. But she's, she's, she's not even, her show started back this week and she's not I, even on there. No, I heard they're doing in the loony bin somewhere oh, or something. No, you know, no, like, no, no, <laughs> no, I think, don't no, do I think, that. I, Not the no, I stop think, it. I think at a mental yeah, health facility. I mean, at a I mental mean, health no, facility. I, I think I think she was at a mental health facility. I think now it's more her like Graves' disease and her thyroid disease, yeah. which are more physiological yeah. conditions. But I think she was at the bin like a little bit, maybe for a little bit, or like. In the um a couple months, ago, I wasn't even think about like the actual like karma, karma. I just even think about the girls don't like even think about how Perez has been trying to make this twist, this turn about like oh I'm trying to be nice, I'm trying to be different. It's like well the girls have already moved on. Like I think the girls don't want that type of gossip anymore. Yeah. They still want yeah, gossip, they, they still want the tea, but they don't want it delivered yeah. as mean and as cutthroat. Um, and I think B Scott, that's how that I think how, has helped her to survive and keep her yes. niche and carve out. Her- and she's a prolific, I mean, because she's prolific on Instagram, we follow her regularly and repost, you know, Miss B. Scott regularly on mm-hmm. our, she has almost a million followers on Instagram. Mm-hmm. She has like 250,000 plus on Twitter. And then she still has her website, which I actually go on pretty frequently because it de- I get redirected from Instagram to mm-hmm. her website. And so I'm on there. It's probably the gossip site that I'm on the most. Really? I was you know, wondering. You know, because... Because I, you know what it is, like, you know, people don't go to websites that much anymore, but because I follow her, 
because I follow her so closely on Instagram, on both my personal page and the Two Stage Queens page, I just come across her gossip the most, even more than I come across TMZ Mm -hmm. these days. And I'm just clicking through to her page from Instagram most often, like where... You know, that's just, and it's kind of wild yeah, that she so, breaks. There are things that she breaks before TMZ does, even that she breaks, yes. especially as it relates to like black celebrities and things like that. She talked um, about that on her most recent podcast episode, her and Denver Sean, her editor mm-hmm. and you know, co producer. And I think that, um, and her co host on her podcast. Mm-hmm. And I think you might know that girl, right? I've not met her, her, but right we've now. like interacted a little bit on social media. Just so. got it, got it. Well, I think it's so funny because. Yeah, like she talked about that, like TMZ and her actually used to have a partnership because they didn't want to cover like the urban, the black lane. And then she ended up, you know, then TMZ wanted to start covering it by themselves, but they were getting shit wrong. And she was like, you know, if you're going to at least she would they would be gagged that she would get the scoop and get it right Mm -hmm. when they would get it wrong because they just don't have those connections in those sources in the black you know, celebrity community like she has. Mm-hmm. She really slays in that lane. Like, mm-hmm. she is that girl. Like, I would say even more than, you know, even, I think, like, because there's, like, Tasha K now, who's very toxic. That's a toxic mm-hmm. girl. I don't even that, know. No, that's a toxic up. girl. I don't even know that girl. I think I've heard the name. That's a real toxic girl. Oof. Why is she so but toxic? But sometimes, and her should be so wrong to her stuff. Sometimes, she, she was partially one of the ones who broke Wendy Williams' tea way back with the husband and stuff. But she sometimes she's right, but most of the time she's wrong because she be just going all she be just lying sometimes, <laughs> low key. I just she do and then but B Scott, her stuff be right about the housewives of Atlanta. She knows about the Tia head. She just has she's probably she I think cause I think her sources include like the talent. Yes. And like yes. and like production staff and stuff. Yeah. I think she's got sources just all the way through and through. She talked about that on her most recent podcast episode. Yeah. Girl, have you mm-hmm. ever wanted to do you think you could ever Want to be a gossip columnist? Or well, com- I want to replace Wendy Williams one day. I'm gonna be that. I'm gonna replace that on TV or yeah. I'm gonna okay. on TV. Okay, I yeah. love it. I I'm gonna be. It. I'm going to replace that girl one day. Well, girl, even I, if it's like I somebody hope- comes in between. Yeah, cause I'm like, okay, girl, she cause... might be. Um, she might be leaving sooner than you think. So you know. Yeah, I know. So I don't have the profile yet. To it's okay. Replace that girl, but I, it's. I'm calling it Law of Attraction. Team. That's why you we're know? working on I, this show, her girl. You getting yeah, that practice in? I. I'm going to be I I am that girl and I'm gonna be I'm gonna be smart I'm gonna be a toxic <laughs> Wait, girl still but I'm gonna be mean? a smart toxic girl so uh, I'm not gonna okay. I'm not you know gonna dabble in no like I, you know I no let me not do that but um, we'll circle back no I'm gonna be I'm a, yeah 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 girl yeah I know what yeah, you I'm mean a, I mean a, I think you, yeah. you it's that thing of like how gossip is always kind of thought of as a low form but I think there's ways in which gossip can be married to like high form like intellectual oh, yeah. commentary because you know i think so um so you could be that girl that and that would actually put a spin and be a unique space to be in so i love that yeah so, all I right i'm so. rooting for you sis um, i do feel like i'm the rightful heir apparent to that girl i do because i've been i've been with that girl since the mid-2000s miss wendy williams i've been listening to her on the radio uh-huh. i was listening to watching her in the first season i even girls even say like even girl, even girls I don't even get along with anymore would be like, oh my God, you sound just like... So here's the tea, girl. Stop. We're going to do this. Let's do this. Mm-hmm. Like, we're going to do this. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think you could mm-hmm. be the heir apparent, but on the, but like, Wendy made the transition of being on camera. I feel like you don't, 
are you gonna come around and being on camera? I feel like you all. I'm I have trouble around. getting you on camera right around. now for our stuff. You gonna come around? on I it? know, but this is like, I I I'm gonna come around on that. Okay, shit. all right. I'm gonna come around. Okay. On that shit. I mean, I've been on camera before. In no, I know you have. Right? I've literally a decade been in ago. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, no, I was on camera recently. I got interviewed by the local news here in Detroit for okay. some bullshit. Like, okay, and they just—it was this queen um, news like reporter for for the local NBC affiliate. She stopped me yeah. in front of the main post office here one day and was like, "Hey, you, I want to interview you." L- me and her had already been messaging on Instagram. But, <laughs> um, and so I, was, I reminded her that she's like, "Oh yeah, it's you." But then she was like, "Okay, I need to interview you." And I was on, I was on the mm. local news. Girl, I'm ready to be. I'm ready soon. I'm I know. Ready. I mean, I think the audio, like, definitely because I think audio is never, especially like podcasts. Right? I mean, the, the line between podcasts and radio is so small these days, which is why I wanted to start, us to do this show. Um, but I think making right. that jump and is what Wendy did and makes her special is that she did make that jump that even B Scott is kind of doing, but is more starting to do now. We'll talk about why she. I think it would have happened sooner had the BET shenanigans not happened. But Wendy made that jump into being on TV, right? And getting that visual part. Yeah. Um, and then that yeah. truly is like that next level. That, that took her to another level. Um, See, what I'm going to be different, how, how I'm going to be different uh-huh. from Wendy Williams is I'm not going to have a messy personal life because I'm not going to have a personal life. <laughs> I'm going to be a... <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna be a single girl Raising with a couple babies. friends and maybe an adopted baby, and not, I'm gonna be that bitch. And you, y'all never know about my man. You won't be able to say my man. I fucked his man, and I was with his man, and his man was taking this. Person. And she because cheated I'm not on me no with man. this. Because I'm not gonna have no man, girl. So like, you but, know, so you can't. But you're not. You're gonna you be know? getting dick. I know you'll be getting dick. I'm gonna be getting dick, girl. Y'all yeah, be getting so dick. Like, it'll be all it'll be all overage dick. It'll be all like <laughs> above the board me. dick. Y'all not gonna cancel It'll be above me. the board dick. Okay. It'll be like it'll be I'll be have these niggas sign NDAs. They'll be signing non disclosure agreements, Ooh. you know, and I'll su- and I'll take them to court and sue the shit out of them to the point where they can't afford the legal fees. Like oh, if wow. this shit is like because I do like some wild stuff sometimes. So like, <laughs> you know, the girls ain't gonna be ratting me out because if they do, I'm a I'm gonna make it a, a nightmare for them. Okay? I love this future. I love this. Yeah, you know, you know where I what space I want to be in. Like some ways, heir apparent to RuPaul, in some ways, heir apparent someone that's not even like her. But um, yeah, I love this for us, girl. We got work to do, mm. girl. We got t- TikTok. Yeah, we do. Um, we do. But I think there's something to go back to the comment I made just about how Wendy made that transition and B Scott is now kind of doing it a bit with the um after the 20s after show um but i think what threw kind of beast got off this i think amazing trajectory was this horrible incident with bet and i want to get the exact date for that cause I it, was, it was in 2013 it was in 2013, was it 2013? so this was yes, for the was. bet awards um and yes. it was the red yes. carpet hosting duties that they had gone yes. to beast scott specifically they were like we want you to host it's like she didn't she didn't go to them they went to her and were like we want you we want right. b scott this is like kinda- knowing already what she gives knowing she's a non-binary trans non-binary girl knowing she's got long hair knowing she wears makeup knowing she wears dresses wears heels all that fabulous and heels like beautiful we want b scott right and apparently mm-hmm. they didn't really know that. Or somebody higher up. I'm going to say there was some homophobic asshole higher up yes. who didn't re- who yes. found out later and then fucked shit up. Because yeah. what happened was Mama got there. She did like one red carpet interview and got pulled off. Um, and she was supposed to do like something like 12 ten, Yes, yes. Like, yeah. After her first one got pulled off. And mind you, I think 
what already happened, I was reading some from her own words, what happened about how, like, you know, she had already kind of felt anxious about it because she had, the one, she had tried to get a certain stylist. I'm blanking on it. It was some, um, it was a celebrity stylist, I think, but someone who she kind of knew who would take care of her. And like BET, of course, you know, BET be broke, girl. BET is so, oh, we talk about BET on some other time, but BET yeah, be shenanigans, yeah. but BET didn't want to pay for that person. Yeah. So then she was, so they gave them, gave, um, Beats got their own, um, a stylist they recommended and they kind of went back and forth and kind of fit some styles that they again was still kind of more neutered versions of their what they would have done but still worked for them um and then what happened was the time that they were going to do it it was really hot in la so i guess they weren't accounting for the weather and stuff like that for some of these looks which were going to be real long sleeves and stuff like that so then they kind of the night before changed a bit of the looks but still with the stylist got, getting it approved by bet all of this so everything has still been approved. And then the day of, they she does one interview, and then they pull her off. And they're like, no, you, this is too much. You need to pull your hair back. You need to be in loafers. You need to, like, this shirt that you're wearing is not right. Like, they put her in a suit. And you can literally, she there's a picture on her site. You can go back and look at it where you see the side by side. And you can literally just see the discomfort. They made her they wipe her out. fucking makeup off. Ugh. They made her wipe, wipe off her goddamn makeup. Bitch. So and pull that hair. And then back. what happens Fuck is them. they B Scott does this and then goes back mm-hmm. out and is trying to do another interview and then they're like, actually, we're already we're gonna replace you with Adriana Bolton. Like, actually, you're already done. Like, or how Adrian, Adrian Bella Bailon Bailon. Oh, you know, Bailon. Like, girl from the oh. real. Oh, the, the girl from the Cheetah oh, from right. W slash the Cheetah Girl that's slash who it is. the real, who's married to Israel Houghton, the um the gospel girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one. So they replaced her and like can't imagine how embarrassing that would have been and like mama was right to like she was she talked about what happened and literally i think she was saying one of the sponsors at the event like a big like financial company was like oh man like what they're doing is so fucked and like apologizing on behalf of them and i love that like you know she took them to court and i remember this being one of those moments like that's right, bitch. Fight. Like, don't just accept this, but to fight for that. So you yes, took them to court. Fight that shit. Um, unfortunately, she didn't win the first case. I guess the judge ruled in the favor of BET that they're like, well, technically with your creative, you know, how you're able to like, I guess you have oversight over how you want to work on your creative, a creative thing that you've made and how you want to choose to have the people involved with it be. Um, but she still fought that again and then ended up getting to settle out of court. So I bet mama got some good money for that. Like, cause it was just also just, yeah. it was such a bad PR move. She too. appealed it. Yeah. And it's a confidential settlement, but she appealed it. But TMZ or one of the, I think oh, TMZ right. actually ended up. Everybody, yes, it was the, TMZ. They broke all, they broke all the, they broke emails about how like, you know, yes. they, they, High it, up execs at BET were like talking about how uh-huh. they wanted. Oh, well, she's not right. She's too feminine. We need to have her tone it down. Like, and it's like all of the. Like, but yeah. did y'all not? Did, obviously, I feel like there was some. Which will always happen. There's someone who's actually trying to do something. Who's trying to diversify or make a space more inclusive. And then it's the legacy. It's the right. It's the it's the man. It's our woman. It's the people higher up who are trying to protect the brand and the image and who push back. Um, I actually do blame the, that person who's trying to diversify mm. and be that person. If they know their organization is not like a a with it progressive organization, and you bring this person there, knowing the toxicity, I blame I blame you too because I think that you because a part I, of me is I like it won't happen without that that moment because think about right. that moment would have never happened. But you have to tell that person. You have yes. to tell B Scott or whoever that, that talent is, that is what yes. it is to, and what they're sacrificing by coming into this toxic space um, and trying to revolutionize it it you also could have been something 
it also could have been a thing where like they maybe had assurances from their boss and maybe even another boss up, but then someone even higher. Thinking about these corporations that have five and six levels, someone at the C-suite maybe or someone like completely it wasn't aware of it. And then when they found out about it, they tried to shut it down, which is a thing that also happens where maybe they got some of the proof they needed. And then it just the right. I don't know. I don't know. But I get what you mean. It's like, well, anyway, even just those dynamics. Um, but sometimes you don't know always how those dynamics are going to work. And um, it was 2013. It was before yeah. gay, la- gay marriage was even fully legal wow. nationwide. Like that didn't happen until 2015. And then, so it wasn't 2013 was technically a different time. Oh, than yeah. That. It really was. And now look how far yeah. we've come with like Lil Nas X performing at the BET Awards, kissing dudes. Yeah. And, like, I be, and I will say it's it's a full circle moment yes. that now Miss B Scott she talks about this in her podcast like she's a forgiveness girl she's a Christian girl and so she forgave those girls and now it's full yes. circle that she's actually back on that network yes. who's actually way more queer friendly now they have you know Alina Waithe's show that she's actually produced she's the so the twenty show of the I'm after talking show about for. is on BET so that's a circle yeah. right and then Little Nas X performing at the BET Awards like BET is a totally different organization than it was in 2013 and it's so it's, it really is a full circle moment that she's back on TV and she manifested that for herself because she said she is going to have a TV show one day mm-hmm. and look where in that and so I believe I believe in manifesting I think that girl really she's so beat because she's a full multimedia empire queen like she's literally like the 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 queer transgender mm-hmm. oprah like in a ways because she's a multimedia girl she's on she's got the website channel instagram and twitter she, her podcast and now she's a tv girl she's a full multimedia empire queen mm-hmm. she really is yeah and i will say one thing too you and i both knew a corporate bet queen back then who was who was working at BET back when that shit happened in mm. 2013? I remember she was actually at that show, working that show. She was a New York based girl, but mm. she was went to LA for the BET Awards. And I tried to get information and tea out of her about that scenario. <laughs> like a good she, Wendy, <laughs> she was so tight lipped about that shit. She didn't say shit. She normally tells me a lot. Like me and her, you know, historically we're pretty close, but she didn't tell me shit about that. Cause she she was so embarrassed by that because this was a girl who was you know very queer and trans friendly so i think mm. she was embarrassed by that when that happened with bt you know yeah and i, th- yeah. And I think the other thing i liked about b sky is like you know she owned both the trans identity and the non-binary non-binary identity and that was something where like she also talked about back then also feeling like people thought oh she wasn't trans enough but then she also wasn't queer enough and just someone who really carved out their own space and i think that's kind of what i want to manifest for myself is that being able to kind of carve out a space where like you know whether or not well now i think we're kind of in this moment where people are more are we in that moment people are more accepting of i think we're getting of nuance of nuance where it's like you don't have to necessarily be because you're not like i mean so i don't like yeah i i i I, because i think especially because i don't present um my even my non-binariness all the time out in the world i kind of don't take on that trans um nomer um but i know non-binary folk who do have not had any pre any sort of surgery or on any sort of hormones but you know take on that trans identity and there are trans people who fully transition or who kind of want to fit a bit more into the the um you know binary who often come at them because they don't like that middle space because they almost feel like transness is about trying to completely 
move on to one transition mm. to one space or the mm. other. And mm. people like Alec, um, people like B. Scott, um, others I have a um entertainment journalist friend, they kind of will push back on them. And I think that's its own conversation that's happening in like the trans and gender non conforming and non binary community. Um so but which is yeah. not which is not my lane. Like so I I I would I just I'm just gonna sit back and listen to the discourse that's <laughs> yeah. happening in that community. Yeah, yeah. But I support all the girls, whether it's Biska <laughs> okay. or Jen and Mock and Le- Laverne Cox, who yeah. are you know, which who are to be fair, Jen and Mock and Laverne Cox right? are not actually. I think they are more actually the one of the, the um a, fr- a friend of the show, Miss Contessa, had listened to a um event where Laverne Cox was there with Alec, who is someone who identifies as trans, but by presentation would seemingly be more non-binary and non-conforming. Um, so let, let's just to say like the Vern Cox and Janet Mock aren't kind of the ones having those conversations. I think they're, uh, I won't say evolved, but they're in a space where they like understand that transness should be an umbrella, even of itself. Well, they're coin, those are coin girls who don't, you know what I'm saying? Those are girls. <laughs> Can't those, be bothered. Those two girls, they have, they, they got way more going on than yeah. having to like trying to down or punch down they, to some yes. girls who I, but may I mean, not fully be well, part of like, how they want people I to mean, as trans, like, but just yeah. interesting, girl. I mean, I don't really want this to go into this fully, but just it feels like we can't. It seems like the never ending thing. But just think about girls who punch down, Miss Chappelle. She's still punching yeah, down, and she, that's a yeah. coin girl. So coins don't keep you from punching yeah. down at all. I, I mean, I shouldn't say that 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 those trans girls who don't who don't want girls who are more fluid to be part of the trans spectrum. I shouldn't say they're punching down per se, because all of those girls are in the trans spectrum. But what I will say is that those girls like, how, why are you being exclusionary on, this is the same thing that the LGBT movement did way back when they tried to exclude the trans girls. But that's like, from the movement. But that's something that's even happening with like women excluding like trans women. Cause women are being like, Oh, you're not. Oh, the turf girls, the turf girls. I mean, that's, yeah. And the black people excluding like the black trans and the black gay girls. I feel, I feel like it all goes back to this idea that like we feel any group that feels like they're more of the larger, they're more of the, dominant group is probably a better word for it feels like of whatever power or privilege they think they have they want to hold on to it. and they feel like the only way to hold right. on to it is by making someone else feel other making someone else feel less so it's like whether that's a black man whether it's a white woman whether that's a gay white man those are like the bigger top level oftentimes dominant that will push down and use their privilege even though you would think that the ways in which you don't have privilege are the ways you shouldn't you should see that allyship. You should see that connection. But those right. girls, unfortunately, don't. But um, yeah, I like because I'm a very pro trans girl. Like I'm very pro trans everything, trans rights, trans. And you know, I'm not a trans girl. I'm a cisgender, you know, queen. But I think that it's like I, so. That's part. I I want to take on the next fight, which is for trans girls, for mm. trans girls' lives, for the. You know what I mean? I feel like now that there's not obviously full equality for gay men mm. and queer women but i think that you know we we can get married we can we do have a lot of non-discrimination laws mm. for employment but the trans girls are really the ones out here fighting right now for their lives and for mm. their uh, sovereignty and for their you know ability to earn income and everything i just feel like like all of the cisgendered queer people need to really be fighting this mm. fight on behalf with the trans girls hand in hand with the trans girls and i just feel like anyone who's not is kind of failing is it's a moral failure not to 
I, I do believe that. I think there's that, and it goes back to that conversation we're having um, for the Latinx girl. We're talking about like Sylvia and Rivera. as like feeling like there's no stakes for them, but in some ways, like, but it's that goes back to that old saying. It's like until we're all free, like none of us are free. Like until those trans girls, right. said, like, don't take it for granted. Like even gay marriage could get reversed. All these things, like, look yes. at what's happening with abortion yes. rights. Like until we're all, you know respected and our personhood and our citizenship is accepted um and respected like we're all at threat so yes you know. as we as gay men in particular queer men we need to be on the for- the front lines fighting for abortion rights too because the- all of it is tied to the 14th amendment and the right to privacy right all even even gay marriage and gay rights and Lawrence v. Texas. Adoption which, rights which, for gay people like it can all be connected. Like. It can all it's all tied into that primarily and all tied generally the same you know umbrella of civil rights and civil liberties but a lot of it is tied specifically to the 14th amendment and if the supreme court rules against roe and overturns roe v wade and says abortion is legal they can they can use the same argument to start overturning rights across the lgbtq spectrum spectrum because all of those are tied to the 14th amendment also so it's but also just that, like beyond you know. ourselves it's also like you should just care about your fellow person right yeah. <laughs> okay so yeah. there's also that piece beyond yeah. like needing something to like oh the potential threat down the line that you could face those same consequences also it's just what it means to be a good person what harm does it do to help someone else who maybe you don't fully understand but it's just living their life so Yes. Those are my thoughts and prayers. That's all that to Oh, we, well, we we do need to do one thoughts and prayers for that WMD girl, Miss um, Colin Powell. We I have, was going like, to skip have, it, for bitch. General you Colin trying Powell. me now, no, bitch. You are to. trying we have me to, now. Girl. That's not I right because that girl. I was just saying, I was like, I know this bitch is <laughs> not going to bring no Colin Powell on this show. And of course you do. You found yeah, a Yeah, we got to way. because she. What, no she, way. What, she, no way. Yes. No yeah, way we're giving some thoughts yeah, and prayers to Colin Powell. You're ridiculous. Yeah, well, I'm right giving now. thoughts and okay. prayers. How to, are you going to gonna do Colin this? Powell. Tell me how you're going to balance this out. The first black secretary of state. Fair. He and mind you, that man really was like when I was a little boy and stuff. That he was, you know, his autobiography. So he was, he was the one that a lot of us respectability girls that we looked um, up so to. So was um, what's and, that girl? The um, the surgeon doctor girl who also turned into a Trump voter. Oh, Ben. ben yeah, ben, um, so was Ben Carson, Carson girl. Oh, yeah, wow. but Colin Powell didn't take that route toward the end of his life. He he uh, became a Democrat type of team. Uh, like he was an Obama, Obama, Hillary, Biden. He was not. He didn't go in that lane that Ben Carson went in. And so mm. I want to give respect because you know, and he regrets. He uh, and he has contrition. Like he regrets going before the UN and saying there are WMD in Iraq. And he, but he said he didn't know it was a lie at the time. He looked at mm. the intelligence from the intelligence community. And it's one of his biggest regrets in life. It is his biggest regret in life. He talks about that. Was. He made a, he, you know, right. And so for, <laughs> and it was just tragic because he was a fully vaccinated man about to get his booster shot and died from COVID-19 because he suffered from multiple myeloma and Parkinson's at the same time. And multiple myeloma is a blood cancer that makes yeah. you, you know, makes the COVID-19 vaccine less effective. So it just, it is sad all around how he went out like that, and I, I'm tired of I'm tired of COVID taking black people out. Even a girl like Herman Cain, or it just seems oh, to be yeah. taking black people out more <laughs> than anybody else. Like you just w- and wishing well now for all Colin the girls. Powell, okay. You know they took out our Wayne County Sheriff, who you know I'm not a police girl, but that was a family friend of mine, Benny okay. Napoleon here in Detroit. 
It took out, you know, it just, it takes out even the problematic black people more than the problematic white ones. So I just, I'm tired of this disease, girl. I really am. And so RIP to General Colin Powell slash Secretary of State Colin Powell, the first black Secretary of State in the U.S. history. So we need to, we need to admit that and acknowledge that, acknowledge him for that. And that's our show. (laughs) <laughs> follow us on <laughs> social media at two save queens ig twitter facebook um make sure to hit the little notification bell so you can follow our thirst traps our clips of the show and make sure to share it and promote it so we can continue to grow our own little you know gossip circus future platform that will launch our careers and our talk shows off of <laughs> Um, and Colin Powell was married to a black woman too. Girl, so I mean, that's why I, Colin Powell I, you know what I'm saying? He was still married to a I black woman. I hope y'all so stay safe, healthy, <laughs> and saved out there. Devro, do you have a final word that is not anything to do with Colin Powell? Yeah, I just want y'all girls to know we love y'all, love muffins, and cause you'll <laughs> always be my baby. Yeah. All right. Bye, girls. Bye. <laughs>